The rules around self-ISO starting to bite and we've barely begun this Omicron outbreak. There are now major staff shortages at Auckland hospitals and elective surgeries have been canned for at least four months. Association of Salaried Medical Specialists Executive Director Sarah Dalton's with us. Sarah, good morning to you. Morning, Mike. How are you doing? I'm very well indeed. Is, is, is this part of it? Is, am I, this is only my assumption. Is part of the problem here is that this outbreak is very largely an Auckland outbreak, not a national outbreak? I think it would be a problem wherever it was and whatever it was, because the bottom line is our hospitals are severely understaffed irrespective of COVID. So there's a larger problem than one surrounding this pandemic. And we shouldn't, you know, the pandemic's making everything tougher and there's no doubt there's a, that there are extra restraints. But this was a problem we had before COVID. Okay, so this, this to be clear, this is not a self-ISO problem. The self-ISO problem has come as a fact you didn't have the number of people you needed in the first place. Well, that's right. And I mean, hopefully with Omicron, most people will be well to stay at home, you know, and it will be okay. And and hospitalisation rates won't go through the roof. But we can't afford for any extra need for hospitalisations because, you know, we're getting messages from our members every week, nothing to do with COVID, haematology in crisis, dermatology in crisis, obstetrics in crisis, um, obviously EDs, the front doors with acute illness, other than COVID as well. So this is a really gnarly, sticky problem and we really have to hope people keep getting their boosters and that people don't get too sick. At the numbers you're seeing at the moment, 143 in hospital, that shouldn't be touching the side, should it? I mean, obviously you don't want them in hospital, but 143 shouldn't be the end of the world, should it? You would like to think not, but as I say, you know, we talk, it's easy to talk about hospital beds as well and I think we explored this a bit when people started looking at ICUs. It's way more than a bed. It's all of the people needed, you know, to keep whoever's in that bed supported, safe and treated. And that's where the cracks start to show really, really quickly. If we had looser ISO rules, in other words, if you were at home asymptomatic, you could do a rat test and there was a negative result, would that solve some of your problem? I don't think so, because that's not the people that we're talking about here. This is people who need hospital care for whatever reason. So that's a whole separate ball game. And... You know, we've already got people who are sick other than COVID who are having care delayed. Um, And we had that in parts of the country last year when we were sort of, you know, post-Delta and um, pre-Omicron. So there's there's a lot more to it than that. But this this is difficult. And yes, of course, people having to isolate who are hospital staff is making that difficult. And, you know, I'm not a clinician, so I'm not going to make a comment on on what's the safe, safe way to manage people who may have been exposed. But I think we all agree that we need, we don't want to turn hospitals into super spreader sites. All right, Sarah, appreciate your time. Sarah Dalton, who is the Association of Medical Salary, uh, Salary Medical Specialists Executive Director.